Welcome to Good Enough Creative, a podcast for creative people. already? It has. I can't believe it. Time is flying. I'm your host, Marie Green, and this week we're going to whittle down all the good advice, all the perky inspiration, all the cheerleading into one simple marching order. Just keep going. It's obvious that we need to keep going. I know, we know that. But when things get tough, and then tougher, and even tougher, it can feel really darn discouraging. I completely understand the feeling of hitting rock bottom. It just feels like how much worse can it get? And then somehow it does get worse. And then for those of us who thrive on optimism, it can really kind of throw you for a tailspin. At the end of the day, I always believe that things are going to work out. I really, I really do. Like that's not an exaggeration. And it's hard to remind myself when things keep well, not working out the way that they should. It's hard to keep that optimism wheel rolling when things keep feeling really tough, especially as we look around the world. Right now we're in 2020. It's a rough year. It's still a rough year. We're in October, almost November already. And my goodness, doesn't seem like it's letting up. So even if things aren't going the way that you hoped, even if that silver lining still feels a long way off, You've got to keep going one foot in front of the other one hour at a time. Have you ever worked on a project that seemed like it lasted forever? My sister and I were recently both knitting the same shawl and we were jokingly nicknaming it the shawl that never ends because we went back and forth so many times trying to get it right. Thousands of stitches later, we did reach the end, but only because we kept picking it up and working on it even when we didn't want to. So you're creative. So I know you can relate to those projects that go on forever, whether it's knitting or painting or house projects or whatever it is that you love to do. I'm sure at some point, even those ones that took forever, you were able to get to the finish line, even if it took longer than you expected. So how did you get to the finish line? And how much more satisfying was it when it didn't come easily? It's one thing, you know, to start a project and you finish it in no time. You don't have any speed bumps and it's like, yay, that's done. And you can tick the box. But wow, those ones that go on forever or they're really full of challenges. When you reach the finish line, it just feels that much more satisfying and rewarding, right? Here's the thing. Sometimes what it takes to keep going is to change our expectations, Author Love Grossman said, that was the thing about the world. It wasn't that things were harder than you thought they were going to be. It was that they were hard in ways that you didn't expect. This feels true a lot of the time, and I see this everywhere. Often do you start a new project and you think it's going to be pretty smooth, and maybe you anticipate a couple of challenges along the way, but then in the end, the challenges were totally different than you expected. You were prepared for one thing, but you ended up with a completely different set of problems than you thought you would. Frankly, I think we're all dealing with challenges we didn't expect this year, and that means we're extra sensitive to the little things that aren't working out either. 
I find myself wanting to control random little things in my life because it makes me feel like I have a handle on things. I wonder if you're doing this as well. My latest thing is that I've become insistent that there are never any dirty dishes in the sink. Creating a little bit of order in my kitchen, this one little random rule makes me feel like I'm on top of things even when everything else feels super out of control. Now, Having a clean kitchen is a great feeling anyway. Does it actually solve any big problems? No, but it does make me feel like I've got my act together and that's pretty cool. The truth is there's not a whole lot we actually can control, which is why I love that we're makers because being a maker is an opportunity to create your own little tiny world with your hands, a place where for at least a little while, you're the creator. You and your tools and the materials you use I'll work together to form this little space in your day where you get to lead the way. And for the most part, you not only get to know what's next, but you get to decide. But still, even with things we're totally familiar with and we know what's next, there might still be surprises. There might still be challenges we didn't anticipate. And that's okay. Just keep going. This year, what we're learning is to reframe what good enough looks like. We can't expect the same things from ourselves now that we expected last year. That was a different time. And we're different people now. I'm sure that you see that too for yourself. Give yourself a break. Give yourself permission to do the best you can at any given time. And don't ask for more than that. It's not fair to yourself. Right now, while we're giving everyone else a lot of extra grace, or at least I hope we are, we should be giving that to ourselves as well. How do we keep going? We just do. We knit that next stitch. We put away that one pair of scissors. We pour ourselves another cup of tea, one decision, one next thing at a time. You don't have to know how to fix everything that's wrong. You just need to decide what's next. What's the next right thing for you to do or make or read or eat or ponder? When you feel paralyzed or you're overwhelmed, just pick the next thing and do that. That's how we keep going when it feels like the world is falling apart. I am a firm believer in momentum, in action. I think that doing is one of the best ways for us to funnel restless energy into something useful. And I love that we're makers because it gives us lots of ways that we can do and make and create. But we can sometimes get wrapped up in the results and more than ever, I'm becoming convinced that we need to focus on the process, not on the end. Not that the finish line isn't nice, it is. But right now, that process is what matters the most. Because getting to the finish line on just about anything feels so much more challenging these days. So instead of measuring progress by how much we finish or how fast we finish, let's learn to celebrate that we kept going. Celebrate that you took the next step, that you did the next thing, you got over the hump in the middle. Whatever it is that relates to where you are and what you're working on right now, yes, this can absolutely apply to your creative endeavors, but it can also just apply to your regular daily life. When you're feeling overwhelmed, don't let it all pile up. That is quicksand. And if you're not sure what the next right thing is, just pick something. Whatever you choose will be the right thing. How do I know? Because we decide what the right thing is. And whatever that right thing is for today, maybe it's giving yourself permission to leave dishes in the sink and go cuddle up with a book instead because that's what you need right now. That's the right thing. The right thing tomorrow might be different. The important thing is that you keep going. 
Keep putting one foot in front of the other. Keep casting on. Keep plugging away. Keep planting the seeds for tomorrow. We still need to have hope and we still need to plan for tomorrow, but we just need to do the next one thing. If you're feeling frustrated that things aren't going the way you wanted them to, remember that you can change your expectations. You get to decide what good enough looks like And maybe right now, good enough isn't quite what it used to be. Who cares? You can high five yourself for putting on your pants today. I'm all I'm all for it. Give yourself a break and just do the next thing so you can keep going. That's it for this week, my friend. I'm really glad you're here and I'm glad we get to keep going together until next week. You've got this. (laughs) 